0: Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. Not no share with Dr. Dave. Hello, and welcome to the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. This is Dr. Dave Cornelius, your host. The conversation today is with Ashanti Gardner, a graphic facilitator and recorder, and a co collaborator in the Agile for Humanity meetup and conference. So, hey, welcome, Ashanti hello thank you so we met at the future of work event in 2020 you know we had all the stuff going on we're kind of kind of hard to keep track of and you know I learned about your capability as a graphic recorder um Mm -hmm. tell me more about Ashanti
1: tell me (laughs) more about you yeah um yeah so I you know um you know, I'm originally from the, the Midwest and I've always had a passion for uh, painting and drawing. It's always been in me. And um, yeah, I'm just someone who is very curious. I like to come into spaces with the beginner's mindset. Um, I love, um, you know, learning new things and I love experimenting. And, um, and that's something I enjoy even more when I do it with other people. So the whole idea of like co-creation collaboration is very near and dear to me. And I'd love, you know, and for me, this is a journey right now that I'm going on trying to you know, get more into the social um, innovation, impact and change space. Um, Because I really, at this moment in time, you know, I really wanna help people, um, you know, be an advocate for people. Um, So for me, this is like a truly a shift. And I just feel like it's the, the right time. This has always been in me um, but I ha- probably haven't been brave enough to step out and the timing is right. I feel that it's, it's time for me to, to step out and do the work I was meant to do.
0: That is so great to hear. Um, so you're like the first, I just want to let you know, you're like the first BIPOC graphic recorder that I met <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as I've worked in the Agile community community. So tell me more about that journey into the space.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there are a few of us out here, <laughs> um, but yeah, my journey into graphic recording uh, really started uh, when I was trying to figure out how to take a better notes for, just for my own self. And um, I was just struggling every time I was writing something down I'd go back to it. And I wasn't quite sure like what I was meant to write, you know, and it's just like, I'm didn't understand the connection between some of, you know, of what I wrote and I would have things in different places. And um, I started searching on YouTube for a solution because that's where you go YouTube (laughs) for everything. So I was like, somebody has to have another way of taking notes. And that's when I came across visual note taking and I fell in love with it immediately. And I just thought this makes sense, it's genius. And it really helped me out a lot. And I started reflecting back on a time when I actually saw a graphic recorder at a conference and, um, and i always been curious about it, um, but never again, you know, didn't really ask anybody about it, didn't search for it, but I remembered it. And then I just started talking to people and um, asking, you know, people in my network. And eventually that led me to um, other people who were doing graphic re- recording. It led me to Nova Scribes, which is a huge community in the DC area. And now it's, you know, Gone really global because of the pandemics. Really opened up um, space for more people, but it was it's a incredible community, um, and I you know very you know welcoming. And um, yeah, I started there, and I met uh, Lisa Nelson, who is um, who is a uh, woman of black woman of you know a black woman who has a business in Maryland called and Colors. And when I saw her on the panel, I just you know, then I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And, um, and then slowly over time, you know, I went to the International Forum of Visual Practitioners Conference. And then I saw, you know, more people who look like me, not many of us, but it was, but I see the potential for that to grow. And I feel like um, graphic recording, even graphic facilitation is becoming even more popular. You know, it's been around for decades, but I think it's really starting to spread and and grow um, yeah. to many different spaces, um, so it's yeah. So we're out there. It's just um, it's just a matter of connecting, and that's part of what I'm trying to do. Is I talked to Christopher Fuller, who is actually he's an OG graphic recorder on the West Coast, and he's he's like um, he started you know long ago when it you know first. Um, was in its beginning state and um, yeah so it's it's been um it hasn't it's been a good journey um uh but yeah you just start meeting more and more people uh globally and that diversity of thought um and just seeing like how you know we're all so different in the work that we do
0: yeah, yeah, I remember the first time I saw it. I'm like, oh, wow, we have graffiti going on here at our, our conference. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, dude, what are you doing drawing graffiti? No, yeah. but it was, it was really cool. No, I, I was just joking about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it just feel like um, you're like, a
1: little bit like graffiti. like just, Yeah. <laughs> which I kind of like, you know? Yeah. So you just get to draw on a wall. So there you light. go. <laughs> Especially in person, Yeah. <laughs>
0: So when you think of, you know, social justice is front and center, right? In our world currently, it's like, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, how are you impacted by what you see, hear, and experience?
1: Um, It's, I mean, it's, it really brings up a lot of like emotions for me um, and a sense of urgency. And, um, And it's just trying to figure out how do I, fit in? How can I fit in? Um, how can I make a difference? So for me, I'm, I'm in a place where I'm trying to figure that out. Like, what is my role? What is it going to look like? And how, how can I be a part of, you know, um, you know, entering in, um, for lack of a better word, maybe a new system, a new way of being a new way of, of living. Right. Uh, Cause it feels very much like something is, is departing from our society, and there's something that may be emerging, right? It's like something, like it's fighting its way out, right? It's like, it doesn't want to go, (laughs) but there's something like this underneath that's like emerging. It's like, how can you bring this thing that's emerging to the forefront and help this thing that's sort of fighting, still fighting us? Like, how can you allow that to sort of like, you know, you know, uh, slopped off, or you know, go away, or you know, erode quietly into the night.
0: Um, yeah, well, understood. You know, if, if we could only just take some uh, magic paint and make it disappear, that would be awesome, right? Um, uh,
1: yeah, but it's that's a little bit too simple. <laughs> I know,
0: I know, too simplistic. Like if that <laughs> was
1: the solution, I would be like, slowly have done that.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. I'm making an assumption here. So, is your experience in the agile community different because you were introduced by BIPOC agile practitioners?
1: Um, I think it. Yeah, I'd be curious to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. i I assume it. It has been different. Um, I really wasn't aware of the agile space. Um, you know, uh, you know, I was kind of introduced to the space, so it's been um interesting. Um, and it's such an open community and I love, you know, how you guys hold space um, and the idea that you guys focused on like how people show up and, you know, coming into, you know, um, a space sort of open to the possibilities. So I think you guys have really, um, the BIPOC community, specifically in the Agile community, I think um, you've you've been, you know, you've presented a very human way of like, um, um, just being um, while at the same time, trying to figure out like, how can we solve some of our problems? And just like, how can we even talk about those things? And how can we shape those things? So think for me, it's been really kind of um, humbling to be um, in the space uh, and see you guys sort of move and, how you guys can you know conduct yourselves? So it's it's also very comforting as well to see that there are people um, with such good hearts, you know, and people with good intentions trying to good do good things in the world.
0: Yeah, I, I hope so.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> yes, hope we yeah I, I hope
0: we have done a good job of creating a pathway an experience yeah. for you.
1: I think I mean you guys have ushered in a lot of like you know. Good conversations, um, you know, like the, uh, you know, last year's conference. You guys talked about, um, you know, liberation, um, and I think that's a much needed conversation. Um, you know, how do we, how do we envision that, um, and you know, what do we, what do we want as a community? So yeah, I mean, you guys, yeah, bring in those conversations and you know, to space, and you allow other people come into it too. You don't have to be necessarily an Agilist,
0: right? Yeah, we're wide open. So as a woman of color Mm -hmm. or a Black woman, you know, is the new recognition and empowerment changing your experience?
1: The new recognition, like, yeah, I'm not. Well, a lot of the
0: dialogue that it's a lot more open, well, just look at uh, at, at our election in the United States, right? You know, mm-hmm. we have way, we have the first black woman, a woman of color as a vice president, right? New empowerment for sure. And in many other different roles, you're beginning to see, you know, black women and women of color, you know, come to the forefront in, in a lot of, con- leading a lot of conversations, right? They're just leading in general. So, for you, you know, is that changing your experience just from observing that? Maybe even you know, hey, being one of the co-collaborators for Agile for Humanity as well, right? I mean, new experience.
1: Um, I think it definitely it's uh, it is empowering to see other Black women, you know, take these um, you know positions of um, just you know whether they're leading or whether you want to call it positions of power. Um, or, you know, just being on the forefront of, like, major changes and, you know, um, critical conversations, it's, um, it feels good, um, because it's, 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 you know, you know, we, like, we have a voice, like, there's a voice speaking for you out there, or at least, you know, a representation of you out there of, uh, and it just brings in another unique, perspective to whatever that table is, you know, like if I can't be at the table, it's nice to have some other perspective there, um, you know, uh, that could, and I don't want to say that, you know, because I think there is a danger and that. you know, you can speak on the behalf of a whole group, right? Um, yeah. Because a whole group is not, you know, monolithic. Like we have varied experiences and voices, but I think just seeing somebody who like looks like you, there's something about that because it's, it's, it says to you that you know you like you could be at that table potentially, and many other voices could be at that table. It just opens up, you know, that space to you know not just one you know type of person or one type of thinker, but many different ways of thinking, many different ways of seeing and being, you know, are now at the table, and I think that's a good thing.
0: I think so too, I mean, it's really important. Um, so let's think about a few actions that you're taking personally um, to improve opportunities for BIPOC individuals in the agile and graphic recording community.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think that's something that I need to um, to figure out because I and admittedly, you know, I'm a little bit, um, I'm still trying to figure out how do I bring this to other communities, the idea of, you know, visual recording or graphic recording um, is probably more often known. Um, So for me, it's, I'd love to get it down on the community level and introduce this, um, you know, to people that look like me or just people of color, um, people of a lower socioeconomic, um, you know, uh, status, so they can see this visual, because, you know, you know, oftentimes it can looks very, like, kind of intimidating, but it really is not. I mean, you could just really start at home just for yourself in many different ways. So I'd love to introduce it in that way. Um, so for me, it's still figuring out a pathway to that, um, you know, partnering with people so I can get to that level where I can, you know, share back, give back. And so people have a tool um, that they can use as well.
0: That, that's excellent. So if we wanted to look at um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, if we wanted to look at a utopia, um, what would that look like for you?
1: Mm. Um, gosh, I think for me it would just be um, people just having the ability to, you know, um, to show, like express, like be empathetic or, you know, show empathy for others. I think a lot of times the empathy is key um, because, you know, be able to step into somebody else's shoes and see their other perspective. To me, that's that's what gets you to the belonging and inclusion. I just feel like if you have to have the right type of heart, um, you know, to, to, to allow and want people who are different from you, have different experiences for you to come to the table and sit with you and not only that but do it in a way that's open arms and that you see people as people right because we talk a lot about bring your full self to work but there's always caveats to that right it's always like yeah but or this and um but I think we need to get a place where we just um you know we focus on processes we focus on the system instead of focusing on people and you know trying you know pointing fingers at people because a lot of times it's not about people it's about these systems and these um, processes that we have in place and um, they're complicated and um, I think you have to have be curious as well have that curiosity to want to dig in and figure out like so what does this mean And to be able to not just be curious, but also the willingness to see the connections on a very deeper level versus a superficial level. Um, So I think it's so important because a lot of times it's easy to like, and we're so busy and I think that's part of it too. I think we're so busy, you know, doing this and that and we don't have time to slow down. So how can we come together in a very kind of unhurried way And just take the time to, like, slow down, to really, like, think deeply. I think all of that, that too is needed. Um, If we want to be intentional about the world we want to live in, we want to be intentional about the community that we want to leave for our children, um, you know, there has to be intentionality uh, behind everything you do. But we have to do it with an open heart um, as well as an open mind.
0: Well said, Ashanti Gardner, well said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I I just want to say thank you. It was just such a pleasure meeting you um, and for us to be able to partner and walk together in the work that we're doing and and trying to create space for others, especially for BIPOC people to have a a conversation about what's going on. So, you know, I am eternally grateful for that opportunity.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to to share my voice.
0: Yes. Yes. People need to hear your voice. Um, so let me close. And I would like to say, is there anything else you would like to say before I say closing? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had Um, one more thought. I wanted to sneak it in.
1: Um, I didn't know that I have one more thought. I just, um, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I just hope that, um, people, I know that we're getting back to the busyness of life. Um, you know, you know, the pandemic is not over, but there is that, you know, wanting to get back to the new normal. Um, but I just wish that I I wish that people also continue to nurture those relationships and to just spend time, you know, unheardly, you know, remember um, your loved ones and just cherish the time because I think time is such a Um, Precious commodity and often we don't, you know, use it um, uh, in a way that's, um, that's, uh, you know, beneficial all the time and I think that time should be spent with family and slowing down enough to spend, you know, that time with people that you love because we are only on this earth for a short period of time so yeah just time is precious.
0: Yes, take time to live, take time to love. Yes. Yes. So, thank you for listening to the Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave podcast. Uh, my hope this learning experience would also prompt you to take and seek more and discover how you could contribute to positive experiences for BIPOC lives. I said it really doesn't take much. All you need to do is to tap into your own humanity. So, this podcast music is created by my niece, Kiana Brow Hendrickson. It's also copywritten uh, 2021, share and Dr. Dave Cornelius. So until next time, be well, stay safe, and connect soon. Thank you, Ashanti.
1: Thank you. Let's talk about it.
0: Let's go deep. We all have something to share, no share with Dr. Dave.